What do you get when you take two hoopers, put them on the same team, make them best friends, and put them on the court together? Well, you're going to get buckets. Now let's add some motivation from friends doing their thing, throwing some inspiration from friends that aren't here but are still with us. Now add some music, some culture, and throw all that into the most wavy podcast on the internet. Now what do you get? Well, shit. I guess you'll find out. Oh, shit. Bro, we just hit. Oh, shit. Bro, we just hit. What's good? Up in the score. Back at you. You know what it is. All right. We have a special episode today. It is our first, very first guest appearance from one of our best friends, Nadir. That nigga might have just farted. He spraying, you know he spraying the Febreze. Yeah, <laughs> I got you. Nah. Get in here. Yeah. Mr. UAC Nadir in the building. Can you get artists from the Bay to what, LA? Can you tell us what you stand for? Bro, to be honest, like I really don't know. Like me and, <laughs> me and my homies rappers got their names. You motherfuckers don't know. You feel me? So that ass. Like, yeah. Like I really like we were with in my group chat, my my homies from high school. And then uh I like I can't remember what my Instagram name used to be. I think it was just like Dear Morgan. And then when I started making music for the music out, I, I was like, hmm. Like, should I just change my name to UAC? Because our group chat was UAC, like, honey emoji, blah, blah, blah. And I think USC, UAC to them, like, it was ultimate alliance click. But then I became friends with them when I was in high school. And they made that shit in middle school. So, like, they had already had the shit. So then by the time me and, like, a couple of our other homies became friends with them, they had already, the UAC fit, like, was already a shit. And then, like, we all had different Plan. Everybody had different like understandings. You feel me? Like everybody had their own meaning for it. It was weird. So like nobody, nobody really knows what it means. It just means whatever you want it to mean. Yeah, like, like I, 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 exactly. Like okay, also swaggy P shit. You feel me? <laughs> Hell no. Yeah, for sure, bro. Um, man. Uh, it feels like yesterday you were just here in Dubuque, bro. It was like you was recording people in the basement. Just you know, just tell us a little bit about you know what you were doing with that, bro. And uh, hey, I was honestly I was torn when you moved back to Cali, bro. I was, I was, I was, I was, yeah, bro. I was, I was hyped. Yeah, yeah, that was also a good plan. It was a good plan. Um, we're gonna get into the transition of that for sure. Um, but hell yeah, bro! Like, just tell us about like the early, the the early comments in college of how you was fucking grinding with the music and trying to oh, yeah. uh, finish school and shit. Nah, yeah, that shit was back in college, bro. Like. I literally, when I came into college, I had just made, like, when I was in high school, I didn't even rap. Like, I just made beats. And I didn't even make beats, like, seriously like that. My freshman year in high school, I got, like, a placement with uh, my mom's ex-husband. And this nigga, he was, like, a big rapper in, you know what I'm saying, in, like, California. He's a big rapper in general. Like, this nigga underground as fuck. He got, like, he got, like, two platinum songs with the gorillas. And so when I was, when I was 13, 
Like, you, you know that song? I'm happy. I'm feeling glad I got sunshine. Oh, yeah. Like, that's my, that's, my stepdad, that's my stepdad rapping on that shit. And so I, when, I, when I was 13, I produced a song for him. And then a blog wrote about the song. And, like, it was one of his biggest songs he put out. Like, like low-key. Like, hell of his, like, underground fans, like, love the shit. And so I had niggas, like, in my DM and shit when I was, like, 14, like, asking me for, like, if I made, like, how much for beats and shit. So I was like, oh, shit. Like, I could really, like, you know what I'm saying, actually do this shit. And so, you know what I'm saying, life just happened when I was in high school. Like, niggas was going through shit, you know, like, uh, not my mom was like you know what i'm saying dealing with like trying to like get a home and shit so then i stopped making beats like seriously or stopped trying to do this shit seriously and then i just started like playing sports and I stuff and then shut the fuck up to you and then that happened um you feel me i just started like focusing on sports more and then when i got to college i was it was so much like downtime like you know you know what had is when you're in college bro like yeah. like like nigga you go to practice Go eat some food, and then you got you got class in an hour. So like, you can't you can't even take a nap. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna start making beats again." Like niggas just started making beats. I was getting hella fucking noise complaints. The RA, it's the girl all, RA. And it's all about what I do in that time between classes because you can do so much. <laughs> that's what co- like that is college, like right? What you make in the free time? That's what it is, really, bro. Because you get like you get like if you like me, I don't sleep, so like. I had a smooth note. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Nah, like Mims would pull up after the bars and shit, like freshman year to my crib. Facts. Like, yeah. Literally, like I'd be making beats at like 3 a.m., like wide awake. And like this nigga would be drunk as hell. Remember when you came Mims and you did the Uber everywhere freestyle? Bro, the first, I, I was the first you ever recorded. Hey. Mims was hey. the first person that ever recorded. Exclusive. Exclusive. When this nigga really blows up, he already he low key already getting some clout. I ain't gonna lie. When this nigga really blows up, I was the first one he ever recorded. Put that on everything. <laughs> yeah, bro. Everywhere for you. Bro, I called Mims. I, I called. I told. I texted Mims the day after. Wait, was it? When was it? No, when you came to the crib like a couple weeks ago. No, it was, that was like a month ago. Damn. But remember. Yeah, I told you it was a couple weeks after I recorded Keed. I was like, bro, I was sitting there recording Keed. Oh, yeah. And this, yeah. Nigga, this nigga gonna cause a little Keed. And I'm just sitting there thinking to myself, like, what the fuck is going Like, what is life? And I was really sitting there thinking, like, damn, Mims was the first nigga I ever recorded. And I'm really sitting here recording Lil' Keed right now. Like, this shit, this shit, Amy. <laughs> this shit. Wow. But yeah, bro. Hey, I still got better bars than that nigga, though. He just got his sound. He just got his sound right. No, no, no cap, bro. Like watching that nigga record, bro. I swear to God, I was trying my hardest not to laugh. Like I was sitting, I was sitting there, bro, and it it, it was so hard not to like, like you feel me, like smile. I just kept on hitting my blunt, and like, yeah. and like I didn't notice, but like little got it hated me from like off rip because I was smoking while I was recording key, and so he doesn't like when the engineer smokes or something i don't know like it was some weird shit but like yeah bro it, it he will keep then or will keep was cool as fuck he's looking me tough but uh got it he ain't he ain't like me i got crazy i can tell I mean, I like me so so what was it like like so just where you're at in your career right now where what was it like like recording somebody like that who 
who has a huge following. I was nervous as fuck. I, I was nervous as shit, bro. I was so nervous, bro. Because like the the shit, this like everything was going wrong before. So like I pulled up. The reason I got it is because my homie um, is a producer, and so he like produces with both of them and then his roommate is fucking got its manager and so okay. i didn't notice but got it and keyed are brothers so got it oh. keys little brother and so um they were just like together and so i guess the engineer got his usual engineer got in a fight with his girlfriend and so then i was like oh they call me literally i had just got out of a session with somebody else and i hopped over i go to the studio and it's a studio in like North Hollywood, and I'm thinking it's about to be nice as fuck. I walk in, the studio like looks nice, but the equipment is like booty, it's ass, like it's just not oh, working. Really? The computer's moving hella slow, the software is like tweaking. Fucking got it is like pissed off because this template that his engineer sent won't load, so he doesn't even want to get on the microphone at all because of the fact that he doesn't have his template. I'm like, so I'm sitting there, like, you know, what I'm saying, like, I don't really know these niggas, and they kind of just like, like, mind you, like, when I walk in the room. I walk in the room. I'm high. I'm, I'm high as shit, bro. I walk in the room and I dap up his, their homies, and I'm like, "How you doing? Like, what's your name, bro?" And then you feel me? I, it's like six of them in there. I dap them all up, asking like what their name is and shit. And I go to fucking Keed, bro, and my dumbass shakes his hand, and I'm like, "Yo, what's your name?" And I'm like, "Why did I just ask this nigga his name? Like, I know his name, like." <laughs> Like, bro, that's you. Like, bro. I really can see that. Oh, yeah, they so then that happened. That happened. He started fucking with me. He was like, "My name's Shine," and I'm like, "What?" Like, my name's Shine. And then his homie, in the back, <laughs> his homie, comes from the back, and his homie's like, "Nah, I'm the, I'm the real Shine." And I'm like, "What?" I'm just sitting there confused as fuck. Like, all right. And so I, I go to like that key that like this, like regularly. And this nigga like makes his hands like this and like, like does some weird, like lock my fingers, like this type shit. Like, hold on, let me put the blunt down. This nigga goes like, he goes like, like this. Like, that's how we dap each other up. And then like, oh, I go to dap, <laughs> I go to dap, got it up. And I'm like, how you doing? Got it. Um, and that happens. Um, he kind of just like gave me a weird look and like gave me his shit like this and then that was like the only time I spoke to got it the whole night. But um, we that happens. We I start trying to record him there. We end up like leaving the studio because they hated it. Like they did not want to record there. We leave the studio like it was still like five hours left in the studio time. Man, we go back to my homie's crib and he has like a little setup there, and it's kind of like when I'm recording. You feel me? Back in the room, except the only difference is this nigga keyed like literally wants to hear himself every 10 seconds so he wants me to play it on the speakers so i'm sitting there and i gotta move hella fast and i don't know the like the controls to the keyboard and shit because like it's different shortcuts on the keyboard so i'm sitting there trying to like figure shit out on the fly and it's like a key is getting mad as fuck because i'm like trying to figure shit out and like it's just hella shit going on and I, mind you i'm high as shit and i'm nervous as hell so yeah Shit, shit, shit ended weird. He only recorded like half of the song, and then uh, he got up because he said he was like, "You moving too slow for me, slime. I ain't gonna lie, you killing my vibe." And I was just like, "All right, bro, whatever." So then <laughs> it was a point. It was a point, bro. This nigga. Oh my god, I love this fucking story, bro. I love this. He he started fucking with the interface, and I told bro, I was like, "Yo, like, like, let me let me handle this shit. Like, give me a second. I'm doing something. And then um, because I was trying to move his vocals back. And he tries to turn on the interface and 
the fucking microphone still on so the speakers are on with the fucking microphone and this shit goes and he has his headphones on too oh shit literally goes through his headphones and like pierces his ears so then he goes like nigga what you trying to do make me deaf and like i'm i'm thinking he's trying to make a joke like so i'm standing like <laughs> like like i nervous ass high and all he's talking all me looking dead ass serious like oh this nigga think he's this nigga think it's funny and i'm just sitting there like oh fuck like i'm in a room with all these fucking atlanta niggas and i'm, <laughs> and I'm fucking recording key and i'm high as hell this fucking i don't know what the fuck is going on this nigga's about to fucking Man. sue me because of the fact that he thinks i pierced his ears damaged or whatever i don't know so that shit was funny as hell though Man, but i got i got to record like a couple cool people just because of the fact that my home. Who else? Just give us uh, some names real quick. Who you else do you got uh, recording as a recorder? Yeah, uh, minor people also. Like, I recorded I recorded uh, ASAP Ferg's little brother, 27 Deli. Mm-hmm. That was that shit was cool. He was cool. As, he, he's cool as fuck. Like, bros is like a cool ass dude. Uh, I feel like it's so easy to mess with people from New York. Like, or, I mean, East Coast in general, like they're just so like they're just gonna give it to you raw. New York, New York, New York, bro. Like them, them niggas, bro. Like they like what I've noticed, bro. From meeting everybody out here that I met from New York, is they're so like they. It's no fake with them. They don't have that like that plastic to them. You know I mean, everybody from LA that you meet, they be on that fake shit, and it's be yeah. it be so hard to differentiate like. Like when niggas are acting real from when niggas are acting fake, and that should be just mm-hmm. it'd be blown because it's about the aesthetic out here. I mean, it is in New York, like East Coast is like okay, like like you want like you want to look good, you want to flashy shit, but like but like they're they know no matter what they're going to grind, no matter what they look like, they're gonna hustle. That's it. Exactly. Out, out here, it's like you hustle to look good. You you hustle to, be on that, or, or you, you you fake yeah. stuff to look good. You have to you have to look good now. Yeah, so that's what niggas do. I know so many niggas that like buy Instagram followers and like that's fucking so buy, for what? Like, just because they want to have the appearance of like you feel me of looking like they're they're yeah, known. A whole new world to be honest. It's like a real life different world to people. Like it is a really good it life. So you want you want to give it. People like really care about that shit. Like they'll question you about that. Like bitches will or or anybody be like, oh yeah, uh, what about your Instagram? How many followers you got? Or who, who follows? Exactly. You? I'm like, wow. Uh, like nigga, niggas like I got a homie out here, bro. Like we were dead ass, like mad cool, and I'm thinking like we hella cool and everything, bro. One day, just like randomly unfollows me on Instagram. I'm like, what the fuck? And it was because of the fact that he wants to keep his aesthetic of his Instagram cool, so he can't follow too many people. Yeah, I'm, but, I'm like, bro, what? Yeah, like, come on now. No, like I said, like people live like that. People really do live like by that code, like like with their life. Uh, but who else besides uh, exception? Who else? Uh, you record? Just give us some more. Um, so a lot of local LA artists. Um, and then I recorded this one dude named Alexis. He got a song with Wiz Khalifa and Cap G. That shit hard. Hey, that shit got like. That shit got. Oh yeah, you met bro. Yeah. Yeah, he's nice. He can sing. Bro, bro, bro funny as hell. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Yeah, this is probably the wildest story I've ever had recording somebody. So I was recording his homie, and like, I'm I think I made a B or some shit, and then his homie hopped on it, and hit like Maj or Alexis walks in, and um, this nigga walks in, 
and hears the beat for maybe 10 seconds, and he's like, oh, let me get in the booth. Nigga walks in the booth, bro. Like, this is his first time hearing the beat, first time fucking hearing anything. He says, it start me where the hook is. Nigga goes and makes a hook and a whole verse from scratch, like right there, like on the spot. Uh, and that shit was fire. I was like, damn, bro. this nigga raw. <laughs> he comes out the booth, he's like, yeah, bro, like, I'm a sign. I'm signed that for a publishing deal, blah, blah, blah. Like, I've worked with like T Pain, blah, 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 uh, Cap G, blah, 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 who's the J Critch. Like, these niggas are trying whiskey, niggas are trying naming names. I'm like, oh, yeah, damn. Like, okay, small flex, but. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. I've recorded record a bunch of different people. Like, I got to meet, uh, like, my homie, Kurt, you know, Kush. Um, my homie is, he's cool with uh, one of Playboy Cardi's artists, Ken Carson. That nigga, I ain't gonna lie, he a bitch, but it, I mean, it was mad cool to me. That's <laughs> gonna be out there, so you That's <laughs> gonna be out there. Hey, hey. hey, hey, you gotta be real. This is the realest podcast on the internet. Yeah, uh, his song, I ain't gonna lie, that nigga song hard, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. His song, his song, hard as his song. He got a song called like, called like Yale or Yell or whatever, and um, that nigga. Playboy Cardi's about to get on the remix when he drops his deluxe album because he just got signed. Like, watch that shit's gonna blow up. But, but I'm telling you, that nigga was a hoe though. I ain't gonna lie, he was on some like prima. He was, he was on some prima donna shit. I ain't fuck with his vibe. That's so stupid, yo. Oh, you want to hear some? Yeah, hold on. But he, he said, yo, Playboy Cardi came on stage, bro. Came on stage, like he was like talking like he was some god, bro. Like people just like post a worship him or something, bro. Like he was really like feeling himself. Like I don't know, like if other people were like realizing this because like when I go to concerts, I really like kind of like see how the artist is performing. Like if they're actually fucked up or if they're in the actual concert trying to perform, like for the fans or like, like really if they're it. doing it for the fans, exactly. Yeah. He really got down on stage. Like, it was fucking lit. I ain't gonna lie. A long time intro came on. I fucking lost my mind, like, from down there. <laughs> but, like, when he came on, bro, he was, like, talking his shit. He was talking, but he was, like, talking like he was some fucking, like, God. Like, he was, like, just the way he was speaking. I wish I could just go back to the recordings I have of it and just, like, play it right now. But, like, he was, like, speaking, like, oh, uh, I did this shit on my own. Like, nobody is above me. I'm hiring the fucking God. Like, I'm the high in the ceiling. Like, I, I can't be, like, touched. I'm the best right now. Like, you just, like, I mean, I like, talk your shit, but, like, the way he was speaking, it was, like, really awesome. Like, you think out of like, pocket. It was, like, from some spirit. Like, you, like, thought he was, like, a spirit or something, bro. It was, like, it was crazy. I'm like, I don't know if he like, noticing this shit, but maybe he was fucked up. But it was a lit ass performance. I ain't gonna lie to all the others. Like we give credit where it's due. Like I was fucking turned. Like that shit was crazy. He was he was and uh, Lil Yachty was in the fucking back of the performance, like under the tent at the fucking. He was just chilling, fucking. He was lit as fuck. He couldn't even remember the words of one of his songs. The coffin actually. <laughs> he was trying to perform coffin actually. Literally, people know he dropped it again. Actually, he was trying to perform coffin at the lyrical lemonade fest. He was so fucking drunk he forgot the words. It was crazy. I didn't know that. Damn. Yeah. Uh, that was actually a good. Yeah, that, it, it was not, drink you. That's crazy. Yeah, hey, hey bro. Honestly, um, well, I already said that. I'm going to talk about Yachty again, but um, uh, who you been listening to, bro? Let's get into that. Who you been listening to nowadays? Like, what you been fucking with? Um, just listen. Uh, this nigga, 
This nigga out here named Blast, bro. He hard. What's his he name? Hard as fuck. Blast. It's spelled like B L X S. Yeah, 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 bro. That nigga smooth as fuck. <laughs> bro, that nigga come on, bro, and I'd be like. I need to call somebody slighted Korea because, yeah, like, bro, I, 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 I've honestly only heard like a couple songs by him, but I'm gonna listen to the whole album soon. I should probably just do that once we get off here, bro. That oh, that overrated, bro. <laughs> yeah, yes, bro. That's on my phone. That's what I'd be listening to, bro. He'd be snapping. No, him and Bino too. Bino Rido or something. Bino. Bino, Bino Rido. Yeah. Yeah, he's raw too. And Seti. Yeah. Seti. Seti Henry. I be listening to uh oh yeah my one of the people I record uh my homie Kato mm-hmm. he's from Jacksonville he's like hella cool with Teddy Henry wow that's dope he's one of my favorites bro right now like he's blowing yeah he's nasty I be listening to a lot of uh on beat he got a song with uh King Von and Jack that should go cool. I haven't looked at Jack Boy, damn. Jack Boy's been dropping a lot, bro. He's been dropping a lot out of them. I heard they've been pretty deep. Jack Boy been passing, bro. But you know who I actually gave a listen to that was hard? Who? Uh, Cowboy. Cowboy? Yeah, I listened yeah. to Cowboy. He's looking at that. From Chicago? Yeah. You know nice. what? I to it? He's nice. Because I was on Clubhouse one morning. And this nigga, Cowboy, has signed up for Clubhouse. And so when you sign up for Clubhouse, you get, like, a room thrown for you. And if you're, like, a celebrity, usually, like, hella people usually hop in the room. So it was, like, like maybe 200 people in a room. And Cowboy's just going off talking about shit because I guess, like, Mill had just gotten into an argument on Clubhouse with some other nigga. And so... People um, be beefing on Clubhouse. Bro, yeah. 2021 got in the beef for Clubhouse. Bro, niggas be bro. This nigga twenty one is the funniest nigga on Clubhouse, bro. He, bro, twenty one. He be getting he be getting fine ass girls to go like be a moderator in other rooms, like big ass rooms that be going on, and then he'll come in and take over the room, and then like kick every like he'll just be he'll be like no, nah, it's a slaughter game room now. Like it was, <laughs> it, was a, it was a room that they had and executive. And it was just like supposed to be like you supposed to come and play your music, and then uh, Twenty One hopped in. So the dude was like, "Oh, Twenty One Savage in the building. I'm gonna make him a moderator." And so then he made him a moderator, and Twenty One was like, "All right, fuck nigga, it's time to get this shit on, slaughter gang." And then literally just kicks everybody, all the moderators down, and then just takes over the room and starts playing all Twenty One Savage music. That's who's some players, bro. Yeah, that's my boy. I love Twenty One, dude. That's my. Those are my top five. I'm just gonna say that. Twenty One is my top five. Bro, I want to meet him, bro. He seems funny as hell. I know he live out here too. Nah, he probably in Atlanta right now. But shit, no. Last time, AK with the rack. You said <laughs> on the video. I said in the video last time I saw Twenty One, he was in on in VK with the rack phone. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. he was living. He he was uh, he was dancing like a motherfucker. I ain't never seen Twenty One dance in his life. Bro, <laughs> He's and I I would just tell him this to Mims, bro. I think like besides him being just like a, like a trap artist or whatever, like, he really takes his time with his projects. Like he'll drop like maybe like year or so. He'll get him like, but he'll get him a lot of features. He'll drop some singles. Like he does his due diligence for the game. Like he drops hell of like music. But like for his projects, I feel like he really takes them like a real deep down like on his craft. He, he, he dropped no bad. Yeah, he didn't drop. He has not. He doesn't have a bad album, to be honestly. Like, 
Honestly, nah, man. I'm going to put you on blast right now because when I first tried to put you on with 21 Savage in like freshman year of college, bro, you was like, oh, this ain't kind of weak, bro. This ain't trash. I was like, whoa. What's on? What? Okay, first I put, tried to put you on with Mad High on the first uh, on the first Savage mode. Um, oh, yeah, I didn't like that. You I didn't like the chorus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you fucked with X bitch, obviously. But everyone fucks with that. Yeah, everybody, everybody has to. Exactly. Has to. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, what about? I'm trying to think of what other songs. Put you on with. I think he kind of lost me with the Issa album at one point. I was like, uh, I don't know if I like that. All right. I thought but then, but then, but then, but then, after a while, I was like, okay, okay, I like this album. Yeah. It, it was like after like second, third listen, I'm like, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Bro, honestly, I'm kind of saying a whole lot on there with fucking Young Thugs ad lib. That shit is so hard, yeah. bro. That shit bro, was weird. Yeah. That song got played in your room so many times, bro. That was like you a good song. Man, I play that all the time, bro. That shit's, that shit's hard. Yeah, a lot was on there. You remember, you remember the song freshman year we used to get show lit to? What? The uh, fucking Ron Barcello. Oh my gosh, bro. It's Dookie, dumb bitch. Yeah, <laughs> Duke the Beast. <laughs> Duke, I don't know what happened to that nigga. He got stuck in Chicago. That's what happened. Yeah, maybe he did. I'm kidding. I'm fucking oh. I wouldn't wait. But, I'm sorry. I said, you know who's low key? <laughs> you know who's actually out of Chicago? Huh? Oh, you, the DCG? They hard. The DCG? Um, what do you call it? Uh, it's like a group DCG Sun DCG something else like they hard bro. No, oh, they got a they got a song called mm-hmm, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, the video for is so hard, bro. I'll have to listen to that. Oh, yeah. It's like they they like on a golf course is acting stupid, bro. It's like bro, imagine- I, I heard about them. I actually someone tried to put me on this. Remember, someone tried to play that for me. I don't think I was paying attention to the video. I'm gonna listen to it. Shit. I think yeah, I let me ask you. About, let, though. I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't know if I was feeling that, but I'm gonna go listen to it again, just because you. <laughs> Maybe it's bad, bro. Decent. I'm gonna go listen to it again. Oh my god. Let me ask you this though, Nadir. Do you like making songs for yourself more and making beats for yourself more and recording yourself, or do you like recording and engineering and producing for other art- artists? For myself. Why? What's the process like? Was it like like how do you how do you get in the zone? How do you like how do you how do you what's the whole creative process for you? Hmm. <laughs> <He laughed. laughs> to be honest, it's hella funny because like I guess I got so used to recording like sleep and then wake up. Hopefully something comes in. Every time I used to come in the world, I think it was knocked out. That dad <laughs> beating his ass. <laughs> <laughs> from work, that dad pin was beating his ass. <laughs> bro, nice. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. The fucking I used to be recording so many niggas, bro. That the fucking school thought I was trapping. They thought they thought I was they thought I was selling dope. <laughs> yeah, you low key had people coming in and out, bro. I was in, there in the kitchen at night in the fridge. Like, what the fuck? Who, you, who is this nigga? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, uh, I'm recording with the dealer. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. Man, man. What the hell you doing out here in the fridge? In the kitchen in here. Looking suspicious. 
<laughs> we, got, we got no appetizers for your ass. Oh God! Hey, remember that one time? Remember that one time we were? We I think where was I? I think I was at work at finish line, and a nigga pulled up to the crib to record without telling me. It was there, and this nigga walked in the crib when Dre was there alone, and, and Dre. <laughs> Oh no! Dre was about to beat this nigga, nah, ass, bro. Dre's not. Dre's not having that. Hell no. <laughs> Yo, Dre's brand is blowing up. Yeah, yeah shout out Wall. Yeah, shout out to our man, uh, Wall Lifestyle, baby. Uh, he's he's fucking blowing up. With, I gotta go get me a fucking jogging suit. I was on the website. He got a website up, so I'm about to cop me something. I that shit. Are you about to meet up with him in Atlanta? Shit, yeah, if I go down sure. there, yeah, or yeah, Nadir, what's up? Like, you gonna you gonna lock in with the bro? It's good. Yeah, I texted. I told him I'm down there in three days. We got. I got a Facetime us, bro. Yeah, and we got to hit him up soon to get him on the show too, man. Yeah, but we, uh, yeah, I got to Facetime us. Oh, sure. I was just talking. That's a fact. Over Christmas, I was talking to him. You hit me. Yeah, bro. Yo, Nadir. So your biggest. What do you think your biggest song is right now? I don't even got that many songs out. That's the thing. Like. It's crazy because I dropped that fucking, like, literally, I have not dropped a song in a year. And, like, like literally. Yeah, low-key, damn, that's crazy. I, like, I only, but, like, I've literally just been using the clout that I got from getting my song at the JBL shit at the Bulls game. And kind of just use that to, like, maneuver to make more bread to engineer. So, like. Okay. Oh, yeah, because they played. Uh, Golden Child I, at the at the game. It was fine. It was fine. You? Oh damn! I, I haven't. I, I made Golden Child when I was back out here. Like I, oh, I just made that shit in my room. That's not even out. Like I'm waiting, bro. That song's about to fucking change my life. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. That's not out. Mm-mm. It's just on Instagram. Oh, I swear, I thought it was out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, exclusive. Yeah, I, like plan to drop it. Yes, yes, yes. Bro, I shot a video for it, and I got finished shooting it. Like a couple more scenes to shoot, but um, the um, the I, like I was on a clubhouse chat with like all the A and R's, and I played Golden Child, and this one dude was like, like I want to sign this nigga, and like I've been in like contact with this dude, bro. We've been like he's I'm lit, bro. I gotta call him after I get off the call after I get done talking to y'all. Actually, I'm supposed That's to call lit, him. bro. He put me like the like next week, bro. He put me in a group chat with fucking Chris Brown's manager and um. Him and then he was like, "Yeah, bro, I'm gonna be out in LA, and yeah, we're gonna meet up and talk shit out, blah blah blah." Shit. No, that's I'm- lit. Can can you say the can you say the label or no? Damn. All right, all right. I we respect understand. it. We understand. Right. Right. I'm label, bro. You gotta, you, gotta make your, you gotta make your money moves on the low. No, like that's fact. I like. I mean, like, I don't even know the label to say. Like, I, he's the independent. Oh. I can say who the artist is. The, right. Red Cafe. His name's Red Cafe. Red Cafe. Oh my! Well, that's God. lit though. Yeah, I know who Red Cafe is. I know. Yeah, I've heard of Red Cafe. Yeah, no, he is fire. The Red Cafe is fire. Wow. He's OG. Yeah, he is OG. That's so. He's been around the game for a man. And I, I think it definitely was on Love and Hip Hop. I probably heard him on something like that because I, re- I def- that name so familiar or something. <laughs> Yo, that's lit though. That's yeah, dope. Bro, she- Mama always told me that I was gonna be a golden child. Bro, sorry, it's little wow. It's crazy how that song's like literally on my Instagram, bro. And that's like the yo, that because yeah, it, it got it did numbers on on Graham and Twitter, right? 
I mean, it, I got like six thousand views on Instagram, and then uh, I think like another three thousand or four thousand on Twitter. But it's more so just about like like the people I've been playing it for, their response to it. Like, yeah, when I like, I played it for A and R's, bro, and then they've been like, oh yeah, bro, like you got something. Like they like they'll most of the time, bro. Like they'll either a like tell me straight up like that song's a hit i want to work with you because that's how i got to, that's how i'm getting to work with the fucking the dude that produced identity theft when i go to florida because like he heard that shit and was just like yeah bro you're fire and then it's been other niggas that just like send me beats and shit just from hearing that song and like yeah bro it's just crazy like this when people like hearing it they fucking so tough I'm guessing you've seen, you've just probably seen so much shit since you moved away from your back to college. You've probably just seen a lot of bro, shit. Like, the amount of people I've met, bro, is insane. Like, I've met so many people, bro. People really don't understand, bro. Like, honestly, when you get into a state with, like, so many, like, actual famous people, like, it is so, like, not, it's not uncommon to run into a motherfucker on the street. Like, honestly, like, it's really not. Like, it's small. It's, yeah. it's small. Like, like I've seen okay. and, and what's crazy is, like, even with COVID, bro, like, even with COVID, yeah. it's still, like, you still just meet people. Like, I was walking, I, I met, I met Deep Smoke. Uh, when, I think this was before COVID or, like, maybe, like, right, right before or, like, right after. Uh, but I was, I was walking, I, I walked past Lil Baby and Gunner during the Grammy week. Like, it was like, what the hell? They're, that's them. Dude, like that's them. I was like, damn. Fucking, uh, yeah. Like, it's just, it's like, motherfucker. Rich Homie Kwan was in the fucking mall. Uh, what's the name of uh, that? Head of QC. Like, whoever be managing a little baby in them who's in the Coach K. video. Yeah, whatever is the black dude, the, the super dark skin dude. Coach K. Yeah. Coach K. Bro, he was in the mall, bro. He pulled up in front of Lennox. Bro, they be in front of Lennox balling. Actually, cool. Phantom, all that. All with the bro. You hear more mission Linux small they songs that you talking about buying out Linux and shit. Add it to Linux. I got the tag. You feel me? That's, they really being a bitch balling out, bro. Like, I, like if you go to that mall, I guarantee you. Like, I'm about, I'm about, I'm about, I'm about. That's a wild. You don't understand. Like, like, you're just gonna be like, oh, you're just gonna know you off top. Like, you're gonna say what's up. Like, you will see him up. Like, trust me. Uh, no, hey, no. I just want to ask you real quick, also, um, just so we get an also deeper dive into like music making and shit. Besides you making your music, like you making smoke and shit, you know, you as an engineer, you feel me? Like, describe you as an engineer because people really don't understand how important that is to motherfucking like making songs. Because I remember, I was watching a future documentary on Apple Music, or whatever. Um, a future's engineer passed away, or whatever. A future was talking yeah. about. And I was like, that hurt him. First of all, I heard him from a fr- friendship standpoint. That was his man, you know what I'm saying? They've been working together for a long time. But like, it hurt him, like, even the sound standpoint. Like, and I yeah, can yeah. on his last album he dropped on in 2020, I can feel that from the last album he dropped. Like, it was okay, but like, the energy was nowhere near nothing else he's ever dropped. Even like DS2, or like, you know, and DS2 obviously is just fucking legendary. I mean, it's on a different level. But even those other mixtapes, like, it's just. It's like he's struggling for his sound again without his engineer. So uh, describe what do you do, like, you know, as far as helping artists with their sounds and you know, what you do as an engineer. Well, when you like mixing and stuff for people, it's mainly like when you mix, you want to get everything like to the appropriate levels of like where you want it to sit. I mean, so like, and like a lot of things, a lot of times like for people when they mix like when i mix for people i do a lot like remotely so like i'll find kids off of instagram that like have a decent song 
but like the shit is not like like they, they didn't know what effects to put on their vocals to make the shit sound right mm-hmm. so you feel me like i, I sauce it up for them and they'll usually have like an idea for what they want the song to sound like already right so it's, right. it's really easy for me like if they just have like a bad song or not a bad song but a, a song that's not mixed good and then i just take that song that makes it like not mixed good and then like put my sauce on it to make it you know what i'm saying yeah yeah okay. it, it's, it's kind of hard sometimes because like a lot of artists like they like sometimes bro you'll get some people that cannot fucking sing at all and have no idea what pitches at all and they'll be like oh bro put, put auto tune my shit and like you feel me like like or they'll be like how come how can you make me sound so robotic bro like like I thought you said like, you could put auto tune on and make it sound like I could sing and I'm like bro like you still gotta be able to like somewhat sound a certain yeah, thing to get you gotta somewhat sing be able to you feel me like yeah. you don't think these artists just get in there and just start acting I mean, like, they sound somewhat decent. <laughs> bro, right. Even me being next to Key, bro, like, when he was, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people make fun of, like, the whole mumble rap tip. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like a certain inflection you got to put on words to, you know what I'm saying, to get that shit to sound a certain way, even with the auto-tune. Like, even if you can't sing, you got to not be able to not sing a certain way. You can, it makes right. no, no sense bro, to make because- Ain't nobody fucking listening to Lil Key for lyrics necessarily. Like, I mean, he might drop some little clever shit here and there, but nobody listening to him. It's the sound he's producing. Like, it's his fucking way. The melody is melodic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like, flow. He's rocking my fucking beat. Like, that's what is mostly like you feel, you feel with Lil Key. Like, hey, I ain't gonna lie, but he be dropping some little metaphors. I gotta, I gotta like peep his shit for real. Because he did be kind of dropping bars. But nah, but like, bro, like, <laughs> like yeah, he, like, it's mostly melodic shit. But yeah, um, people really don't understand like what engineers do, like how important they are to the artist sound. Like shit, like like you said, the artists have want to sound a certain way, and so the engineer is basically responsible for helping that and trying to get it, you know, to match pitch levels and shit. And we're like we're like the painters. You feel me? You you bring yeah. us all the colors and everything, and we make the painting you. But like sometimes motherfuckers be wanting a Mona Lisa, and all they give me is some Crayola crayons. You feel me? Like nigga, what the fuck are they doing? For real, for real. How, yeah, you gotta you gotta work with something. Like, oh so, so what's your like? I want to know what what your inspiration is. Like, what do you like? What drives you? And like, what what drives your creativity? I put my talkie. Um. <laughs> Shit, to be honest, I don't know. A lot of things. Like, I grew up doing a lot of shit. Like, I grew, I grew up, like, skateboarding. I grew up playing basketball. I played volleyball. I grew up in, like, I grew up in the hood. I got a fucking white, I grew up, I got a white grandpa that's fucking Jewish. Hey, yeah. he Nah, he's not Kevin. I watched this man walk into my living room, his grandpa. Like, yeah, he's the realist. Yeah, I got a fucking Chinese or a Japanese grandmother. Like, like I used to live in Jamaica. You feel me? So like, it's yeah. so much shit to just you feel me. Like, I feel like you in Jamaica are fucking hilarious, bro. I be I cry. That's amazing. You in Jamaica, bro? That's hilarious. Bro, yeah, the pictures of me when I used to live in Jamaica, bro. I but, look so stupid. So your inspiration, just you know, just you just owning like the the multiple things that you can do. You just, you just yeah, you take somebody just trying to master. You feel like is it something like that? Yeah, it's most my inspiration is like life, I guess. Yeah, I like, I like just mainly like the shit I see, the shit I go through. Y'all niggas, 
You know what I mean? Hey, yeah, I appreciate that. Cause you, but it's crazy because that that is a good testament to your artistry because you're you're multifaceted, but you went through a lot of different experiences that not a lot of people are able to go through until they're older because like mm-hmm. then they they start traveling around. It you were like all around the United States and outside the United States. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, of course, of course, a lot of us, like a lot of young, a lot of black men, like young children, forced to grow up early, forced to mature early, you know, and yeah. you probably had to do that along with all the things that you're picking up, you know, all the times you're moving along your way. Uh, I feel like that's the reason I'm so fucking goopy, too, because yeah, like, yeah. I, I had to be so, like, responsible, like, no cap, like, when I was, like, a, like, I was, like, four years old, five years old. And like, okay, I wasn't that old. I was like, I was like seven years old. And me and Saeed used to live in Atlanta with my mom. And I would be like responsible for like getting this up for school. And like, I, my mom would be gone at work for 5 a.m. I would get us up to school, make Saeed some breakfast, get Saeed dressed, and then like make sure we were at the bus stop and all the doors were locked at the crib. Like, and we there at 7.15 every morning. And then you feel me? I had to do that at like seven years old. And I just kind of grew up because like, I was always in a single parent household. So, it was more so like I feel like I just kind of naturally had to take a lot more responsibility, uh, like when I was younger. Yeah. So I kind of got used to it, and then I feel like when I got into other settings, because of the fact that I had to be so serious at home, or not serious, but like I felt so pressured to like be responsible at home. When I got into other settings, like at school and shit, I used to just be a fucking dumbass. You just say hella dumbass shit. Yeah, I fucking nut. Yeah, I mean, shit, you gotta get, you gotta get your release somehow. If, if Loris gave out fucking class clown awards, I probably would have got that. Oh, sure. <laughs> you, you got, you were hella known though. Everybody knew. I mean, it was a small school, so a lot of people knew a lot of people. But like, there's some people that don't know nobody. Even and the they town, still knew the fuck you were. Everybody knew that it was in the town. Like, yeah, yeah, like like Dubuque in general, like the whole the whole, the whole college town. That shit was funny. Nah, Dubuque is funny. Yeah, you can introduce us and it was like. You threw a party. I, I couldn't name you. I, I can name you. 2015. Yo, that was crazy. Bro, bro, remember that one time, bro, where like no, when Noah first moved into the crib and then it was me, you, and Dre and we went to the fucking, uh, we went to, we were at Josh Ruggles' house and it was the first weekend of classes and that we fucking, we were like, okay, we're gonna go to Jen's and Noah couldn't go to Jen's yet. So we were like, Noah, you can go to the crib and have a couple people at the crib. Like, that's it. Let's keep it small, blah, blah, blah. Like, you can go to the crib and that's you. And Noah's like, all right, bet, I'm gonna hold it down. Remember, bro, we were at fucking Jen's, bro, and I get a phone call. And they're like, yo, there is like 200 people in your house right now. And they are breaking shit, and nobody like they won't get out. And they said that they, you said it was a party, and I'm like, bro, what? Me and this man Dre getting an Uber. We fucking take an Uber all the way up Lord's Boulevard, Brent, all the way up Lord's Boulevard, bro. And we get there, and it's a fucking about like, like no bullshit, like 300 UD kids, like all surrounded around our yard, like all like created around and it's a fucking it's a fucking police car like right on the other end it's like and so what happened was bro it was a clark party going on right here a ud party going on right here and then everybody saw the people going into our crib lord so then literally everybody that was leaving the other two parties just came to our crib because they're like oh they usually have parties so then they thought like, oh, they're just probably having another party and everybody just came in that bitch bro i was like, bro are you serious, bro? Oh my gosh. 
made me leave the lit night. It was and James was popping that night too, bro. It was lit, bro. I was like, you, for the listeners who don't know what the hell he's talking about, Jenrickies is a bar in our college town. Clark yeah. is one of the colleges, UD is one of the college, University of Dubuque, and then Loris one of the colleges. Bro, Jenrickies is the spot where everybody goes. It's dirty and nasty as yeah. shit. It's the most disgusting place you've ever been in your life, but everybody goes there and just gets stupid. Just get you know why? But you know why I noticed everybody goes there, bro. Because I went out one time in LA, bro, and one time in Oakland. That's it. Because I didn't, I don't, I didn't really get to go out that much. When I was back home. But, oh yeah, because you came back a little late. Yeah. So, bro, I went out like two times, bro. And two times I went out, bro. I probably spent more money them two times at the fucking bar than I spent bro, the whole fucking time in college. It's fifteen dollars a drink out here. That shit was fucking insane, bro. I was like, that shit is nutty. I can't do it. All right, uh, all right, well, uh, let's just get this out. wrap up. Wrap up. Um, all right, like, my, do, you, do you have a last question? Nah, I don't really have anything. I got, I got one or right, two, low key. I, okay, who do you listen to? Do you listen to anybody before you make music to like get like some little like juices flowing? And two, who do you or like or who are you looking out for? I guess, or no, no, actually. Let, 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 let me give you a good one. Actually, let's end with this. I want to know what's coming. What's in the bag that you haven't released? What's in the Ziploc right now? A lot of shit. <laughs> you you got to give us something. You can't. Remember. I got, uh, what the fuck is, wait, what the fuck is that going on in the background? You hear that? Oh, do you hear that? Hey, chill, boys. Chill, 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 chill. Yeah, I guess you can hear him. The dog. We got, we got, we got, we got pit bulls going crazy right now. The dog about to die. <laughs> oh, we got, we got two pits going crazy right now. All right, what do you got? What do you got going? Uh, what's in the bag? What's in the bag? Um, the Golden Child video and like the song that's about to drop. I'm gonna send you guys the cover art. This shit's hard as fuck, bro. Um, after that. I'll probably vibe. I'm gonna drop it even new. And then yeah, I just been working like just engineering a lot of people and like mixing a lot of vocals and shit. You feel me? Getting my life in order. I'm about to move into a new spot and everything, so I'm just getting everything like straightened away. Yeah, yeah, I gotta, bro. Yeah, I gotta. Oh, my, Mims, you already out here, but mine, you gotta pop out here when I get my new spot. Oh yeah, oh, for real. I'm gonna be out there. You already know, bro. Definitely. Yeah. With ease. But with ease. But yeah, I'm about to drop like an EP when I drop the uh after I, after I drop one child. And, um, yeah, that's just gonna be crazy. That's just gonna be yeah. It's gonna go up. Like I'm just crazy. I'm excited because all the people I've been working with, like, bro, they some fire ass people, like the producers and shit that have been hitting me up and everything. That's awesome. That's uh, that shit's gonna be insane. Yeah. Big moves. Money moves to be made. Oh, that's lit. Right. That's, that's awesome. We, we looking forward to it. Um, gonna be, we're definitely looking forward to you exposed, bro, because you guys got to put uh, it's only slight stuff out there. You only got a little, like you said, it's been a little over a year since you dropped something, and now you're about to yeah. come with your shit now. So, yeah, I'm excited. Um, the shit, 
Oh, man. What's the, what's the last words you got to say to the people? What what you got to say to them? Uh, follow me on Instagram, UAC Nadir, all platforms. I got some shit coming soon. Uh, watch behind your ears. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, anybody yeah. else? Shout out. <laughs> Man, shout out to all the Lord professors that are probably about to see me smoking on this thing. Shout out to all the Shout out to all the shit I just exposed uh, when I went to Loris. Uh, shout out to all the people that are about to watch this and hit me up that are about to say, bro, you funny as hell. Um, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Shout out to y'all. Y'all my homies. Love y'all. Thanks for having me on. It was a pleasure to be y'all. Yes, we lit. You feel me? Yeah, uh, we'll be including uh, I already know. Uh, Nadir's, uh, you can follow him on Twitter and Instagram. We'll include his links on here uh, at the end of the show. So uh, check those out. Um, hey, anything else you want to say, man, for the people? Our first interview, we got our boy on here. This is this is a pleasure. This is nice. Slightly. It was only right. It was only right. Yeah, no, yeah. Y'all he was y'all, right. y'all gonna go up to watch. Like, y'all just got, you know what I'm saying? Watch. Y'all gonna look back in the years and be like, damn, like, we went from. That's where it yeah. yeah, that's where it started. Yeah. Or we're about to be like, damn, the first person we recorded was Nadir, and now his ass is blowing up like a volcano. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be both. It's gonna be both, bro. It's gonna be both. Make sure it's you make sure you, you you shout us out. Everybody support us. Uh, we appreciate the love. Oh yeah, hey, up in the score. Hey, it was a lit show. Uh, but we out. Fuck out of here. Shit, beast. <laughs> I bet. I bet. I bet. I bet. I bet.